Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show today. And hi to Norma. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Hi, everyone. Excited for today's topic again, as always. Great. Yes, I'm excited to talk today with you and just to share with our audience a little bit about our topic today. Today's subject and a topic of for our podcast is what are you waiting for? And so it'll be fun just to sort of jump right on in here and see when you think about the things that maybe um, keep you from jumping right in and doing the thing, whatever that is. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and come at it maybe from a couple different angles to see what we can share with you as far as maybe what we know about that personally and also from a coaching perspective, how we might be able to help our clients. Yeah, that this is so relevant in my own life because just I think maybe this last week or two, I was like asking myself this exact same question, what are you waiting for? And I was thinking about... Let's say everything was taken away. Um, I couldn't use my name or my my the my network, for instance, or even my resources, and all of that was taken away from me. And I had to like start from scratch. What would I actually go and do? And then I was thinking, but there's a whole lot of things that I mentioned, but why am I not doing those things right now? And that was so interesting. And maybe Kerry you can maybe take us through what what are you waiting for? What does that yeah. mean maybe in your life? Yeah, I, I also have asked myself that question. It sounds like a real Grant Cardone moment, doesn't it? When you think about <laughs> exactly <laughs> if, we, if we were to start from scratch or if something, you know, say tragic was to happen and we were to start from the beginning and and same question is, is and so why aren't I taking up some of these things right now in my life. And I hope that's super relatable to people. I I imagine it is. And I think of it sort of, I guess it's kind of along the lines of procrastination, right? But I think there's there's so many deep-seated reasons why we don't always move right away. And of course, for me, the number one thing is, is often fear that is keeping me back. And so I'm concerned about perhaps failing. Maybe the first time I try I don't have these huge, you know, measures of success. And so I, I, you know, my brain offers to me in that moment that I've failed. And instead of thinking, oh, okay, I've learned something and now I can move to the next thing and, and try something else. I make it into this really big thing that somehow is a measure of who I am as a human being and what people are going to now think about me, which of course, none of those things are actually true, but they can mm-hmm. truly keep me from, from moving forward. And do you want me just to kind of go through the next couple things that I had here and then yeah, go ahead. jump in? Okay. So the other thing, the other thing that'll keep me from moving forward and, and that I seem to be waiting for is I seem to think that there's supposed to be somebody out there that's going to give me permission to go ahead and yeah. do the thing. 
And so I, I, I mean, that's such an interesting thing because I'm, I'm a little too old to pretend like there's going to be a, a parent figure or somebody who's going to really, you know, say, yes, go ahead. This is a great idea. And yet that it's obviously deeply ingrained. And so I think looking for permission will go to our friends, our spouse or partner, a family member, somebody that we hope will say, oh, yeah, this is something you should do or you have to do or you can do. And, you know, that's not really something that we need to wait for. And in fact, I like to think of it this way. When I when I have a sense that I should be doing something or that I want to do something, I like to think of it from the perspective of that. I guess I imagine already if I have a strong desire that it is actually a call to move, that it is actually directional in some way from God, that this is a, this is where I want you to go next. And so when I find myself waiting in that situation, I recognize that there's kind it's almost a, a, a disobedience or a lack of faithfulness. And so I, I wonder about someday standing, you know, face to face with, with my savior. And I'm just, you know, he's going to say, what did you do right with that desire that I placed in your heart? What did you do with the gifts and the opportunities I gave you? And I'll say, well, I was waiting for somebody else to agree or to, to open a door for me rather than actually acting on and moving in the spirit, right. In which it was given to me. So I, for that one, where I'm looking for permission, I often have to think, you know, if I'm called to this, I don't need a human to come along and promote this idea exactly. or give give a door for me. I have all the permission that I require to go ahead and move. Of course, as long as it's legal, and I think we can always <laughs> we can always assume we probably won't be asked to do stuff outside of our legal right. And then, I guess sometimes we're just always getting ready to get ready, right? We're trying to make it perfect. We're trying to we kind of procrastinate that way by by sort of telling ourselves that, well, I don't have, you know, my website still being worked on, <laughs> which is a, a coach's favorite, you know, hide behind yeah. sort of excuse for not moving forward or my funnel's not built properly or my, you know, my client base is more like this. And so I can't do the new thing because maybe my, my clients won't enjoy it, whatever it is, but we're just always you know, preparing and getting ready and getting ready and getting ready. And we should probably just jump in already and get moving. And so maybe you can relate to that if that's like maybe a work or a business thing for you, where you're still always trying to perfect the thing before you start moving forward. One other thing that I will do, and it's one that I think is a good reason to not be moving forward is sometimes the it, the timing of it just doesn't seem like it has come right just yet. And so sometimes even though we're prepared and we're willing, you know, our heart has finally come around to where we're, we're ready to go. Everything's in place. And yet there's just one thing that there's a sense, you know, a very small, quiet little sense in your life where you just know it's not quite right in this moment. And in those places, I think it's very wise to wait very attentively to just see and wait for that moment until it does, it will set right all of a sudden within your spirit. And then of course you can move on it. But those are some of the reasons and some of the things that I have found in my life that I have 
you know, been waiting for, for me to be able to move and get started on something or to complete a task. Yes. I think what's interesting that you just mentioned is about the timing and when do we actually distinguish between when am I just afraid to take that mm. step versus, yeah. oh, you know what, this doesn't feel right. Let me, let me wait. So maybe if you can take us through that, I think that's quite an interesting one. And one that I've been, you know, comes up for me quite often yeah. um, because I'm a person of, you know, doing, I always want to take action. So when yeah. is it like appropriate for us to like sit back and, yeah. And maybe wait until the timing is ready. Right. I think, right. I mean, it's, yeah, there's sort of that, in, there's kind of that sense, right, within you that you, it, it it's kind of a mystery almost in that you're thinking, okay, well, what is it that's holding me here? And yet I don't quite feel free to move just yet. And so it's it's not one of, like I say, all the preparation can actually be done all of the the idea of being afraid and all that stuff you've worked through and yet there's still this hold up where you just don't quite feel that your hands have been freed to move forward and so i think that isn't necessarily something that we can we can always know and yet i think mm -hmm. there's wisdom in just wait and see it's usually not a really long time i find it's usually something else that's happening in the background. I remember I had a good friend who taught me, I took over her role at, at one point in, in our work together in a ministry that we were in. And she would say to me that she was going to do something, but it hadn't just come right yet in her, you know, she just didn't feel that at the time had come right in her soul, in her being, there was a, there was a wait, a stop and wait. And she was always willing to do that. And that takes a lot of trust too, right? If you're somebody like me, I'm kind of one of those girls where if there's a high dive, I want to climb the ladder, walk across the platform, jump off. Like I don't want to stand around and think about it for a long time if I'm finally ready exactly. to do it. And yet if I got that moment where I thought, don't do it just yet, I think that takes a lot of maturity and patience actually. Mm. And, and it is, it is a wisdom and an insight, I believe that we're given. And so you really have to ask yourself those questions though, right? Why am I waiting? And, and sometimes it's just not yet is the answer. And also from what you're describing, it also sounds like there's a bit of like peace and contentment that goes with right. it, that all, although you are prepared, you can like, almost like pull the trigger straight away but you have that sense of okay, you know what? There's a like a, a bigger, there's a bigger picture in this. There's a bigger reason, but there's still yeah. that contentment and peace, and maybe yeah, I think being relaxed about making the decision, not necessarily straight away, but when right. the time is right. Oh yeah, no, I think you've said that really well. Yeah, yeah. I think with women in midlife, a lot of times also, I think what holds them back is maybe societal expectations. Or those cultural norms where, you know, women should be the ones at home taking care of the kids and maybe not necessarily always put their needs maybe first. I think, and you mentioned or you touched on this already a little bit, is that fear of judgment where we actually start taking care of ourselves and prioritizing ourselves and, you know, what we 
wants and our desires are also quite important, just from the point of view that, you know, we are on this earth to fulfill our purpose and we want to have meaning in our lives. And sometimes meaning in our lives means, yes, of course, we love taking care of our families and those around us, but it sometimes requires us to go out and maybe do things that doesn't necessarily involve our families or the things that we're so used to be doing and but still fulfills us. I think what also makes us wait is this notion that you know we we're too old and we actually set those limits for ourselves and it's those self-imposed expectations that we have that stops us maybe sometimes from from taking that leap and doing what we know is actually required but we're not doing it just because of our own maybe beliefs and as I've mentioned the societal expectations what we think our roles are and maybe what society expects of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, kind of almost while you were speaking, I thought it, it, all the, all the reasons you were giving really come back around even to our own personal insecurities that we may have, right? We look outside and we think, well, nobody thinks I'm whatever the right age, the right gender, the, whatever it is that we think would be okay or acceptable, but it really comes back to us thinking less about ourselves and not being confident in who we are. And that I even just love like that you talked about our purpose while we're here. I think we sometimes minimize our purpose and, and our call. I don't know if our listeners jump into their Bibles at all and really read and, and understand the power and the amazing the magnitude of the women in in the bible i just think i mean it's so interesting how we how we would do that to ourselves really and minimize our role and our importance not to overestimate ourselves either but to understand that this this life is meant to be lived and it has a very specific purpose along with lots of other aspects you know so i think very interesting point. I also think that a reason why we maybe want to wait to make a decision, and, and I think we can give ourselves a little bit of grace there because we are in midlife and it is quite a transition, this period in our lives, because we're going through maybe kids that's leaving the home, careers that's shifting, maybe relationships has also evolved. And I think in today's age, it is quite common for midlife people in midlife to be looking after their parents as well and having that responsibility on them besides everything else. And I also think that we want to now wait until everything calms down and wait for the right time. And as we know, that also never happens. I also think one thing that keeps us from, from making this decision or delaying these decisions that we know we, we need to make is this perception of time and that we think we have this urgency or this pressure because now we're in midlife, we've only got a limited of time available to maybe do all these things that we maybe haven't done in our lives up until this point. And I think if we have these these thoughts that, you know, we have only a limited amount of time to do these things, it adds just unnecessarily a lot of pressure and urgency. And that actually makes us 
feel maybe you know, can't be making these decisions. I, I feel paralyzed. So I think that's something we also need to maybe look out for is that, I mean, the amount of time that we've lived, we might as well just give ourselves that amount of time moving forward or into the future. And if we have this these thoughts about, oh, I don't have too much time left or it's too late for me, I think, again, we are necessarily putting ourselves under pressure to be making the right decisions and to be to this urgency. And I don't see any urgency and I also don't see any pressure because it's going to take us as long as it takes us. So not necessarily put that pressure on us. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I think, yeah, we, none of us knows how long we have. And as much, as long as I'm alive, I hope I use every breath that I have, you know, as long as my, my, my brain is, is allowing me to put rational thoughts together and I'm able to speak or I'm able to, to give or to, share or to do something I think we should really never discount ourselves as not able to to do and to be a part of what's happening and I think as people get older I see especially in the in the Christian world the power of prayer for those people who are cheering us on and living out sometimes their last few glorious years how that contributes to the people coming up behind them. And so if I'm if I'm not out in the right out in the center, I want to at least always be mindful of the fact that I'm still here. And as long as I'm here, I want to give it all that I got until that last day, you know. Exactly. Just lastly, what do you think is what are the like practical steps that women can take to start like almost like living into maybe this new path they see for themselves and not delaying making these decisions. How can they empower themselves? How can they start taking action to start making these decisions that they know is going to create this life that they, they truly want or they maybe just desire at this point? I think just starting to move, you know, you used the word paralyzed, and I think that is such a relevant term in this case. We paralyze ourselves or we feel paralyzed by our situation, by the circumstances of our life. But truly, it always comes back to what we're thinking. And I think if we can start thinking about what's the one thing, what's the next thing that I can do today? and start doing that, whether we do it well, whether we trip and fall, whether we just stick a toe in and then pull back a little bit, I call that movement. And at least as long as we start moving towards the goal and we start working it through in our lives and in our thoughts, first of all, and then in our, you know, actual physical being, I think it starts that momentum of forward motion and I think that is one of the biggest things really to overcome is just start moving I think that's a big one and even even before we 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 take those actions thinking of things like self-belief and and confidence mm -hmm. and I think 
a lot of work we do in coaching has to do with creating possibility for our clients and making them maybe believe in themselves. So we believe in them first before they can even believe in themselves and, and teaching them where that self-belief comes from and then where the confidence comes from. And I think once you have that self-belief and confidence, then it's so easy or easier to actually go and, and, and take action towards the things that we want because we are not necessarily going to be that scared of failing because we know who we are and that failing wouldn't make us any less worthy at the end. I also think something that, you know, people find or, or don't think they have agency over their lives, that they think someone else has to make their decisions, someone needs to tell them, like you were talking earlier about giving them permission, that we as women, and for for that fact that any any human on earth has that agency to decide what they want in their lives and whatnot, and I think... Maybe a lot of women in midlife are so used to, again, just, you know, looking after their families and the people around them and maybe their clients and their businesses for, for so long that we always want to go outside of ourselves to find the answers, always thinking someone else maybe can has a better answer than, than what we do. And I think taking that responsibility for our lives, knowing that we the ultimate decision maker. And if we want to do and have a different life, we have to start you know, owning up to our decisions and knowing that the decisions we make is going to impact our lives. And if we know that our decisions impact our lives, then we are going to maybe take back the power and not let other people make the decisions for us because then we're going to end up living a life that someone else wants us to live. So I don't know if you have any more last point that you want to share with us concerning maybe taking action anything else that you can think of no I think we are responsible for how we live our lives in the end we will each be held accountable for how we used what we've been given and and so we just want to think about that when we are deferring to someone else or to our own fear or what anything else that would keep us from doing the thing whatever it is and so I say, let's start moving forward and, and, you know, sort of stop waiting for things. Yeah, I love what you said there. So that's it from us today. Just to bring everything together, I think in this sort of realm of, of personal development, women in midlife have the power to break free from this waiting game. And I think by just developing that self-belief, as we've explained and we spoke about, about the acceptance or accepting our agency that we have and also stepping into the unknown, and it takes resilience and also for us to have maybe have clarity about where we're going. So by making use of these qualities, I think with that we can shape our own story, we can make confident decisions, and we also can go on this sort of journey of growth and development and knowing that what we're about to do is going to take some growth and it might not necessarily always feel great, but we're going to, it's going to be so worth it. And once we're on the other side, we're going to look back and we are going to be a totally different person. So thanks for being with us and thanks for being here on this episode. We'll be back next week. 
And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of A Fold and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.